and welcome to another episode of the Big Care Clinic podcast. My name is Alicia Schertz. I'll be your host for this episode. Since the 1990s, millions of Americans have been prescribed opioids to treat a wide variety of conditions. And we've all heard about it. The dangers of prescription misuse and overdose has been a growing problem ever since. Baycare Clinic and our specialty providers have taken measures to provide world-class treatment options that don't involve opioids, all in an effort to better the lives of the patients we serve. I'm here today with Dr. Ashwani Bhatia, Chief Medical Officer of Baycare Clinic. Dr. Bhatia is responsible for all medical aspects of the organization, including implementation and oversight of medical policies. Today we're going to talk about the opioid crisis here in Wisconsin and what Baycare Clinic providers are doing to help. Dr. Bhatia, thank you for talking with us today. Thanks, Alicia. I'm um, very happy to be a part of this conversation, which is a very important healthcare epidemic, which is facing not only our state, but also our country. I think that's a great place to start. Why don't we start by addressing some of the statistics? Overall, opioid epidemic has become a modern health crisis. When people talk about the opioid epidemic, they are referring to a variety of behaviors and events related to the abuse of prescription painkillers, or opium-derived illicit substances. The abuse of the prescription op opioids has led to hospitalizations, overdoses, and deaths, um, affecting nearly 2.1 million Americans with opioid addiction. An average 115 Americans die each day from opioid-related overdose. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, those are some startling statistics. While it's hard to quantify this with numbers, because we all know it's so much more than that, how did this get to be such a problem, do you think? If you look back, look at the opioid uh, crisis, uh, it had kind of three waves. First wave was in 1990s uh, when the pharmaceutical companies came, up, came out with advertisements saying that the opioids were very safe, and that's when the epidemic really started. And most of these pain medications were prescribed uh, after surgery, uh, for pain control, for chronic medical conditions, and soon enough, uh, with the kind of drugs they are, it has now become a crisis, as we, as we know of now. Opioids are a class of drugs that they are very chemically similar, and they act on certain opioid receptors, not only in the brain, but other nerve cells in the body, and they block those pain impulses going to the brain. They interact with the body to relieve pain and also can create feelings of euphoria. And they're highly addictive because they not only reduce pain, but they interact with the reward center of the brain, uh, releasing certain endorphins. And over time, the brain stops releasing these chemicals on its own. And that's when the person will, will have the need to take opioid just to feel normal. And that's basically how uh, the crisis began. And that's what we know as opioid dependency. Absolutely. So for context, and you talked about it a little bit, what types of procedures were, were opioids actually prescribed for? Anything like joint replacements, any major surgeries, um, major abdominal surgeries, joint surgeries, they are all certain procedures that people need opioids to recover from. And the, and the problem kind of in, is initiated by the fact that a lot of the providers are prescribing a lot of these medications in large doses mm -hmm. to combat pain. Because at that time, we didn't have any new technology uh, to decrease the post-operative pain 
And studies have shown if we use these kind of uh, analgesics, which are opioids repeatedly, it affects the body's capability to cope with pain eventually too. Mm -hmm. So we're using the term opioid because it is a particular mm -hmm. class of drugs. For people who might be listening, what names are they being prescribed if they're not really sure if they are opioids? Well, for example, um, certain opioids which are very commonly used are codeine, uh, hydrocodone, oxycodone, um, uh, Demerol, Dilaudid, etc. Mm -hmm. So they are very commonly used. Absolutely. And I wonder if you could quantify for us a little bit too just about who this has affected. So it's not a certain class of people, it's not people with more money, it's not people in cities versus rural communities, it's literally everybody, right? You're absolutely right, Alicia. Everybody has uh, been affected by opioids, but there are specific populations like teens and veterans who are experiencing troubling rates of uh, addiction and overdose during that. Today, individuals between ages 25 to 44 are seeing the largest increase in the number of overdose deaths, and they're especially males. Now that we've sort of quantified the problem, how do we go about addressing it? You know, this is an opioid epidemic now, and I think the Department of Health Services uh, at the state, as well as the federal level, have taken measures to combat that. But if I look at it from a provider's perspective, uh, what we really need to do is uh, create more awareness about opioids still in certain communities, especially rural communities. We should stop overprescribing, provide access to treatment so those patients who, who are already affected by opioid dependency, uh, treat opioid addiction as a health issue, as I already said, and invest in data and technology, which is already being done at certain levels invest in other procedures, which are novel procedures to provide alternate pain relief measures after a procedure uh, or a surgery or even before a procedure. Fantastic. So that's a great segue. I know BayCare providers have adopted several state-of-the-art technologies to help with pain management. None of them involve opioids. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about those treatments and maybe what some of the options are that are available for patients here in, in Northeast Wisconsin and Upper Michigan? Sure. Baker has always been at the forefront of a cutting-edge technology and investing in procedures which will help our patients, especially in northeastern Wisconsin. Certain procedures available through our uh, providers, especially pain and rehab providers and regenerative medicine providers like Coolif, Iowera, and platelet-rich plasma, uh, and bone marrow aspirate concentrate to help patients have an alternative pain relief, which is an unconventional method, but yet highly effective. Right, and so these are all pain, pain management techniques, and, and I know that our podcast is going to get into some more detail about some of those mm -hmm. procedures, but in general, this is an important thing for Baycare to invest in, correct? Absolutely. We are committed to provide, as I said, cutting-edge techniques of healthcare in uh, to our patients in northeastern Wisconsin. And I feel that these measures uh, going in the future will be more popular. And they, uh, some of these procedures are non-surgical treatments as well for patients who do not want to undergo surgery at one particular point of time. Some of these treatments tap into body's ability to uh, initiate a healing response for not only acute but chronic conditions. They have been shown to help ease pain, improve function in people in certain age group, especially older patients who are not suitable for certain kind of surgeries as well. 
And all opioid free, so they don't have to worry about addictions or anything like that. Absolutely. If not completely opioid free, they will at least reduce the dependence on opioids after surgery as well. So, so providers would be able to prescribe less opioids if some of these other treatment measures are used in combination. Absolutely. Uh, in general, the approach to surgeries and, and procedures has advanced so much too in terms of pain management. Can you talk about just the way day care providers are, are doing surgeries? Yes, I, you know, again, uh, uh, the technology in, in surgical techniques has advanced. We are now using more minimally invasive techniques, smaller incisions. What I can say is um, maybe 10, 15 years ago, what was happening in the hospital has shifted to outpatient surgery centers and what used to happen in the surgery centers has shifted to the office procedures. And that is due to the fact that we are able to have a quick turnaround time, rapid healing because of the advancement in the surgical techniques, which using laparoscopic methods, microneedles, and use of uh, robotic instruments. Fantastic. You had talked about opioid misuse and addiction being more common in rural areas. Baycare does serve several rural communities throughout Northeast Wisconsin and Upper Michigan. Are these techniques being used in those areas? Or we, is there efforts to make that available to, to those smaller communities as well? Because sometimes that is the issue. Absolutely. We have our providers providing outreach, not only to uh, within outskirts of Green Bay, but they're traveling up to Marinette County, where they're traveling to Two Rivers, Manitowoc County, and even farther. And not only they get patients from, from those areas, but from the surrounding rural communities uh, where, which they serve. So in the coming future, we are going to expand those facilities for our uh, patients in the rural communities as well. Do you feel like this is something that patients are driving as well as they become more educated with um, the dangers of opioids and things like that? Are patients looking for options like these? I think yes. Um, I think patients, I feel, can be proactive um, by asking their providers about new treatments and minimally invasive procedures, which could effectively reduce their dependence on opioids. I would challenge and encourage our patients to start that conversations uh, with their providers. Excellent. And, and just from a general conversation point too, what role do providers play in helping this? Not just our providers, but you know, providers all over the state of Wisconsin and nationwide. And what can they do or what, where does the conversation start as far as them serving their patients as well? I feel providers are sometimes in a hard and rock place because they have a patient who who has pain right. and they have to tackle that. But I feel the providers can definitely help by first educating themselves about the opioid crisis. Um, certainly I got educated myself uh, working and reading through these statistics as we talked about today. But overall, we need to reduce the supply of opioids circulating in our community. Uh, they'll have to alter their prescribing practices we will have to raise awareness about opioid addiction in the community by educating their own patients and treating those opioid-dependent patients by learning to recognize those symptoms and work with the community organizations uh, in their community and be proactive. Some of Baker has always been forthcoming and participating in any of these healthcare topics, especially around opioid um, Wisconsin Department of Health has taken steps, at least at the state level, to combat opioid crisis. We have Wisconsin Prescription Drug Monitoring Program, uh, which is one of them. It's a, it's a portal where uh, the provider has to log in when they're prescribing uh, opioids. And by providing that valuable information about controlled substance prescriptions, 
it aids the healthcare professionals in their prescribing and dispensing decisions. Uh, I think the providers have been educated from the Department of uh, Regulation side as well uh, and are encouraged to take CMEs around opioid uh, prescribing patterns as well. I know that Baycare also does a lot of work with med students. What conversations are happening as far as you know, educating our future providers on this issue and, and maybe the way that they approach care in general? I think for medical education, medical students specifically, we work them work with them very closely, and they see the, it affecting our patients, and they have been very proactive in asking those questions. Uh, and we do have a program where uh, we help the students participate in these discussions of addiction, opioid dependency. So definitely, there's a trickle down effect from our providers to our medical students as well. Great. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? I think it's a, it's a real epidemic now. Where we, I think there has been a lot of uh, coverage about it at the national and the state level. I think overall we need to limit the opioid prescriptions, uh, provide effective patient-centered non-opioid management alternatives. We would have to take steps to provide lower doses and shorter courses of opioids and you know, help patients who take opioid medications to taper down safely and hopefully discontinue their use altogether. I think it's an important medical issue as well as, uh, as a health issue overall for our country, and we need to be in the forefront of it to tackle it effectively. Great. Thank you very much for your time today, Dr. Bania. I think the information we've covered has been very eye-opening for me, and I hope for our listeners as well. As we mentioned, we'll dive deeper into some of those opioid-free pain management techniques and technology used at Baycare Clinic in our future podcasts. For more information about Baycare Clinic or to request an appointment, visit baycare.net. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you.